Sometimes to get really on track with our nutrition, it takes trying out some new things, shaking it up, getting out of the regular routine of what you make. And while it can be very easy to fall into the pattern of always making the same things, especially when you and your family like them or they really work for your body, but sometimes you just want a little something different. And in the colder months, like it's getting here now, if you live somewhere like I do in the Midwest where it's getting colder and the temperatures are dropping, the produce isn't as fresh as what it is in the spring and summer months, like eating a salad does not sound as appetizing when it is freezing cold and there's snow on the ground versus when the sun is shining and it's hot outside. So today's episode is just going to be really fun. I'm going to share with you guys some of my favorite healthy meals that come together very quickly on the fly for fall and winter months. So if you like episodes like this, you guys, could you please leave me a rating and review? And if you're like, I've already left a review, see if it'll let you leave another one because sometimes Apple Podcasts does that where over time, it'll let your account create a new review and let me know what your favorite episodes are. Let's roll into the show. I hope you get some really good ideas from what I talk about, try out some new not necessarily recipes, but some fun, fresh ways to put together meals of foods you like, foods that are nourishing, foods that are going to give you great energy, foods that are going to feel comforting for these cold months. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. I'm going to talk about the one right off the bat where you're like, well, I already knew you were going to bring this up. I already knew you were going to bring bring this up because you talk about it all the time. And the first best fall slash winter healthy meal that I love and I'm obsessed with is soups, stews, and specifically chili. I make chili at least once a month in the fall and winter time. And I love different kinds of soups and stews and trying different recipes. Why? Because number one, it holds well in the fridge. Number two, it's a pretty much crowd pleaser for my family because with the kids, I give them a little portion to try, but then I'll make like a grilled cheese or pair a veggie and some type of bread situation. And it's a family-friendly meal, even if the kids aren't necessarily absolutely in love with the type of soups and stews and or chili that I make. And I love it for quick lunchtime. So one of my hacks is making a soup or stew on the weekend and making a really big pot of it. So then in the weekday when I'm in my office or if my husband wants to bring leftovers to work, we can just heat it up for a hearty, quick and usually healthy meal. Even in the recipes that call for 
cream cheese i'm trying to make healthier swap alternatives and things like that using um, a little bit of heavy whipping cream instead of using a whole block of cream cheese and i have found you can often finesse a lot of recipes to be quite healthy and quite low calorie and also really filling and really high in protein and sneak in a lot of vegetables. A lot of my go-to soups are my chicken enchilada soup and that's one where the recipe called for a block of cream cheese and I was like, oh my gosh, this makes it really thick and really like that um, heavy to the cream cheese flavor. And so the second time I made it, I just made it with half a block of cream cheese. And then I was like, I'm just going to try throwing in some half and half or some heavy whipping cream. And I would just pour in a little bit at a time. And now I would say my two recipes that I do that in is a tortellini soup or a lasagna soup and then the chicken enchilada soup or the chicken tortilla soup where it calls for cream cheese or something like that i'm just playing around with like can i use an organic heavy whipping cream and just use a little bit of it so then it gives that little bit of creaminess takes away from the acidity but it's not a full block of cream cheese in the soup we'll talk about that again when we go to crock pot meals here in a second but I, I really love making soups and stews and chilies. There's also really great recipes for things like stuffed pepper soups, um, lentil bean soups. I really did enjoy making one that was like black beans, pinto beans. It was one inspired by the Blue Zones soup. So as you guys know, I watched the Netflix documentary that was about people who lived to be a hundred and one of those foods was beans high fiber vegetables and he created this blue zone soup that he noticed a lot of people ate these types of ingredients every day and you can google it blue zone soups and you'll find recipes that are really rich in beans and vegetables you can use bone broth of some sort you can use vegetable broth if you want to you can throw in chicken you can throw in really any kind of meat that you want for a protein and it turns out to be a great meal you can you can serve it with some sourdough you can create some sourdough croutons if you like that type of crunch in your soup but for me even with chili there's oftentimes yeah i do like want to top it with like the sour cream and cheese but for example today I would just needed to eat, so I heated it up and ate it as it was because if you are on a health journey and you are wanting to be in a calorie deficit or eat lower calorie during the non-celebratory days of the month of the holiday celebrations, to just kind of be cognizant of not going overboard during the holiday seasons, like you want to be careful of the type of toppings you're putting onto your soups right but like soups stews chilies they can really be a great way to eat high protein and high veggie and i'm always thinking about that even with the tortellini soup you know i just get a small package of tortellini i'm using lean ground beef sometimes i if i want it really meaty i use half lean ground beef and half turkey because actually it just like absorbs the flavor of both and you can't really tell there's a differentiation 
in the meats. And then maybe I'm adding some spinach and bell pepper to that soup, to my chili. It's full of peppers and onions. And actually, I put celery in my soup. In other types of soup, putting carrots and potatoes and celery and onion in them, you can sneak a lot of different vegetables into your soups, stews, and chilies. The next one is sheet pan meals. These are fairly easy to make as a simple meal where you have protein, veggies, and potatoes all on one, roasted up. How long do you roast it? I don't know. I usually do around 375 degrees or 400 degrees, and I cook it until whatever the meat I have is done. And when the meat is done, I just consider everything else done. You cover it in avocado oil, lots and lots and lots of seasonings. If it's like chicken and various squashes, zucchinis, peppers, and things like that, I'll serve it with tzatziki. If it, you use sauces too. You know, this is where like a sheet pan meal doesn't have to be bland and boring. You use all of the seasonings that you want. You can make fajita sheet pan meals and then you just put it into a tortilla, avocado or avocado tortilla, we love the Siete brand because they have almond flour, flour and cassava tortillas. So good. Make a Greek yogurt dip with um, hot sauce and taco seasoning. It's like high protein, so good, and so delicious, so warming, so soul giving during the cold months and pretty easy peasy to cook and to clean up right? Sheet pan meals do just tend to take a little bit more time, but it's on those nights where, you know, maybe the kids got home from school and we have, I I am lucky enough to work from home and I finish up my work day around four o'clock. And so I am starting dinner quite early because if we have activities, we're off to that. When my husband gets home from work at 5.30, he comes in and starts eating from the moment he walks in. So I like to have dinner done. Kind of like the kids too, where they come home from school and they're just like, just eating and eating and eating. Do your kids do that? Is my kids do that? I don't know why. It's like, if they're going to be eating and they're hungry, I might as well be starting to give them what it is we're going to be having for dinner. And then if they tend to, like, especially after a sporting event, or a sporting activity, if we have a little something kind of snacky before we wind down and get ready for bed, I'm not cooking another dinner after sporting activities. If you guys know me, I'm not a night owl at all. So the idea of starting dinner around 7, 7.30, like my brain won't work. My brain would not work. The next one is a good old classic pot roast. Pot roast, carrots, potatoes, celery, onion, Put some bone broth into your crock pot. Make sure you are getting a chuck roast. Pop in some seasonings, spices, herbs, anything that you want to. Cook it low and slow all day. Make sure it is a chuck roast, not a chuck shoulder roast. And also you have an adequate crock pot. As you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, I love my crock pot. That is nostalgic. It's vintage. She's really cute. But guess what? For a year or so, I was like, why are my pot roast not coming out like flaky you know what I mean with pot roast and with pot roast you can repurpose that meat into anything Sean often will take that to work for leftovers but with pot roast meat you can make it into quesadillas you can make it into 
um, beef sandwiches, sliders, use Hawaiian rolls, like whatever it is that you want, you can make use that to recreate another dish. So like get a Mac Daddy <laughs> chuck roast, cook it down, have it for your Sunday dinner, and then think about how can you use this and recreate it? If your kids like pulled pork sandwiches, like you could have it or pulled beef sandwiches, you could mix it with a barbecue sauce and for your family, put it onto a bun. If you're following to be mindset, you could have yours with some type of like coleslaw-esque type of cabbage situation going on. And you've got a great dinner that pretty much works for the family. Yes, I still love to be mindset. Yes, I'm still following that loosely. Yes, I still want to rein it in when it comes to me and my nutrition and my weight loss goals. And to be mindset really is a great way to do that. And so oftentimes for me, I'm focused on pre- preggies, veggies and, and protein at the end of the day. You guys, I am literally in late, 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 late luteal. So my brain's a little wackadoodle right now. But pot roast, great meal. You can recreate. You can take that and do it in different ways. Sandwiches. You can do it at sides. You can put it on top of sweet potato or potato, whatever it is that you like to do. This is one of my favorite meals and it is pretty simple. And because where I live, we don't really access our grills or we don't at all access our grill in the wintertime. And so sometimes you just want a steak, right? So what I do is I take sirloin steak and I chop it into bite-sized pieces or like chunk pieces and I cook it in the air fryer at 400 degrees for eight minutes chef's kiss it turns out so good every time you guys I'm not kidding you chunk up your sirloin put avocado oil any type of like steak you could do just salt and pepper you could do salt pepper garlic you could do whatever air fryer 400 degrees eight minutes so good and then you can just serve it with some roasted potatoes, a baked potato, or a side salad. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, salads don't tend to sound very good, but some type of inspired by a, what's the one with blue cheese on it? A wedge salad-esque type of salad for me with steak bites. It's like my favorite thing. We have a restaurant that we go to regularly and I always order the blue cheese steak bites and a side salad for my dinner and every time I'm like that is my favorite thing that is my favorite thing and so this was inspired by that meal that dish that I love to get because I do love blue cheese I love steak and then the side salad paired together with like red onion tomatoes some cucumbers like that would be so great I don't always like to have salad in the winter time but sometimes it just hits the spot you know Next one is grain bowls. So grain bowls can be something that you use all of the things that you maybe meal prep and then you assemble it together. This would also be a really great like on the go lunch because you would pick your grain. Oftentimes for me, it's quinoa or some type of rice, put a protein in there. You could do chicken, you could do chicken sausages, you could do that leftover pot roast and then add in some sweet potato. You could add in any other roasted vegetables that you like. 
find some type of sauce that you like. You could make like a Greek yogurt type of tzatziki. You could make a Greek yogurt type of um, hot sauce or Greek yogurt and sriracha style thing and drizzle it on top and it would just make a really great fueling and filled, filled and fueled delicious meal. And with this, you just get super creative. Like if you even go on to Pinterest and put in grain bowls, you will see so many different ideas and you you don't have to follow recipes with a lot of these things, you guys. With cooking, you don't have to follow a lot of recipes to the T. Use what you have, use what you like. If something's in there and you're like, mm, I'm not really sure if I'm going to like that, use a little bit of it or omit it from the recipe because with cooking, it's not like baking where you have to follow it to a T. You can substitute things, you can change things, you can take things in and out and it'll still usually turn out. And when you've made it once, you tweak it, you tweak it, you tweak it, and then it becomes a staple. And you like, oh, I know that I know and love it. Like I know exactly how to make my chili for me to really like it. Like I, I've got my chili down to a tea. I've got my steak bites down to a tea. I'm literally drooling right now and I just finished my chili. <laughs> Next one, it's not my top favorite, but I know a lot of ladies love it, especially a lot of ladies that work out of the house that come home from work and they just don't want to deal with the food situation. And that is slow cooker recipes. There are so many slow cooker recipes, but like I said, with slow cooker recipes, to me, that is always like the ones where there's a block of cream cheese and all of that. And slow cooker recipes aren't necessarily my thing, but I wanted to just throw it out there because yes, this is a great time to especially use your slow cooker for your proteins. Such a great time to use your slow cooker for your proteins. And I gave the example of pot roast and yeah, that is usually done in a slow cooker, right? But you can recreate that by just taking that big hunk of meat, shredding it up and using it in different ways. Whereas like, I think a lot of slow cooker recipes for me, it's just a lot of the food that is really mushy and it all carries one flavor. So for me, it's a little hard, but obviously if you have a slow cooker recipe that you absolutely love and you're like, Joel, this is pretty healthy-ish, this is really good, send it my way, prove me wrong. But most of the time for me, slow cooker recipes are just like, that's bland, boring, they all taste the same to me. And I just, you know, actually I even had a slow cooker that didn't work very well. So that maybe been part of the problem. But let me know what some of your favorite slow cooker recipes are. And then the last one, which is a really, really cool one that you are at first probably going to be like, oh my gosh, this is kind of weird. This is kind of different because when you think of salads, you're used to thinking like cold iceberg lettuce, kale salads, like fresh um, like greens. But think about warm salads or harvest salads. You can put once again, those two phrases into Pinterest and get some inspirational ideas on how to recreate some of your favorite salads into warming salads where you're getting your veggies in, you're getting your protein in, but you're also like getting that warming effect, that soul food effect, because you're not just chomping on a cold cucumber or, um, like roasted tomatoes, they're absolutely delicious. Roasted tomatoes with roasted zucchini and squash on top of some sauteed kale and um, spinach, 
pair it with some sweet potato. You can really make any type of salad into a warm salad or type of harvest salad. And it's a great way to get in your veggies. Once again, eat them in a different way. That's not just a cold, boring, bland salad for the winter time. What do you guys think of these ideas? Which one do you think you're going to add into the rotation? Which ones are you going to try? Like I said, I don't follow a ton of recipes, but oftentimes I will get inspiration and I will try throughout the week to get one to two meals that matches maybe something new that I want to try. Maybe it's the warm salad. Maybe it's the pot roast and then using the pot roast for various things throughout the week, quesadillas or... um barbecue sandwiches and seeing how that goes for me and my family, saving time, making sure we're not being wasteful with the meals that we're making. But some of you may want to just check out some harvest salad, some warm salad, maybe some grain bowls and see if this would be really great options for you to try out for the week. A lot of them are the ones where If you prepare these ingredients ahead of time and then you just kind of mix and match and throw them together, add some seasonings, add some some type of fun sauce, like voila, it all comes together so well and can be all foods that you like, right? And you can add different zest and different flavor in a lot of different ways. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Let me know if you did by coming on over to Instagram. My favorite DMs are always the ones that start with, I was listening to your podcast episode and and we start chit-chatting about what is going on in the episode. Don't forget if you want extra premium exclusive content, we are doing one episode a week here on Living in Sync. And then there is one exclusive episode a week on Patreon, which is only $5 a month. If you could leave a rating and review, share with a friend. Did you guys notice my new cover art. Thank you to my friend Julie at PW Designs for doing that. I pretty much told her I wanted hot pink Barbie vibes and she, chef's kiss, nailed it, nailed it. So some fun and really great stuff going on. Even with my podcast production business, I still love having this as my creative outlet. I love sharing with you guys. I love teaching with you guys. I love talking about all of the lifestyle things, and that includes health, fitness, wellness, time management, mom life stuff, favorite things, girl chats, productivity, like any and all topics are now fair game on the Living in Sync podcast. We've got some guests that we will be having towards the end of this year, so make sure you're following, share with a friend, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye! Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you want to share your favorite episode topics, please leave a rating and review. This helps the podcast growth and gives people an idea of what the podcast is all about. Something new and exciting that I wanted to share with you before we go is that we now have a Patreon page. This has replaced the Feminine Edge Collective community in a cohesive place that is easier for me to manage and cheaper for you. If you are interested in our monthly classes, exclusive day-in-the-life vlogs, Bible studies, community Q&A, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash living in sync and join for just $5 a month. Check out the show notes for any links or details of things referenced in today's episode, and I look forward to chatting with you in the next one.